Hey everyone, I'm Jasper. And I'm Stefano. And welcome to Make the Jump, where our mission is to find unique experiences, perspectives, and mindsets of individuals from all walks of life. If there's one thing we know, success comes in many different forms, and it's our goal to find out just how diverse it can be. The purpose of this podcast is to share with you, the listener, what we learn from some of the most successful people we know. So let's jump right in. Today, we are introducing a new segment on the show where we will sit down, converse, and simply see where the conversation takes us. Whether it's with friends or even just on our own, there's always new things to discuss. We hope you enjoy, and without further ado, welcome to Studio Talks. Welcome back to Make the Jump. Here with Jasper again. What's up, Steph? How's so it's it just going? us. It's just us two today, which is uh, back to our roots. Back to our roots. It's small numbers, but uh, we like it. And um, yeah, I think we're just gonna keep it keep it nice and short today. Update, check in, talk about what's going on in our lives, what's uh, what's brewing around in our minds. Talk about maybe some memories. Um, yeah, Stefano reminded me that I got my tattoo about a year ago. Yeah, I was going to say, talking about memories, a year ago yesterday, you got that tattoo on your forearm. <laughs> that tattoo on your forearm. Yep. Uh, yeah, bro. I mean... That was it, an iconic moment. It was an iconic moment. Because I'd always looked up to like people with tattoos. I was always like... I had a phase where I was designing the tattoo, which was like really intense. Like Every day after school, I'd come home and I'd... I'd like draw the tattoo for like an hour and like go over all these different designs. Your notebook really is to... filled with thousands oh of my uh, God. So many. images. It looks like you're a mad scientist. In yeah. Your I mean, notebook. there's so there, cause there's so many variations. And what happens is for those of you who like are interested in getting a tattoo is like, it, it really does become a creative process. If you, if you want to be a part of it. Now, some people like to give it to the artists to kind of interpret and make their own. But I was really interested in the idea of like if it's if it's going on my body for the rest of my life, like it's got to be it's got to be high quality and We're making it's it worth your while. Yeah, yeah. I just felt I wanted to be a really organic process that came through my um, my energy, my insight, um, and uh, yeah. And I'm really happy with it. And the guy who did it, Duncan at Shamrock Social Club. Shout out Duncan. Good plug. Shout out Duncan. Um, yeah, that was, it, it was a cool night. It feels really good, actually. Getting which it? Which I know is surprising. A lot, everyone who gets them says, yeah, yeah, they feel good. It's an addicting feeling. It's like something that like it, it doesn't hurt enough to be like sadistic to want it again. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's this reoccurring like just buzz, like high vibration buzz. On your arm or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, whoa, that's like, it, it's just a feeling you've never felt before. So it's super intriguing. But the, in, I wanted the tattoo so bad that I wasn't scared to like get it. I was like, no, I'm ready. But some people who go in there and they're like, oh my God, like, let's go get tattoos. Like, you know, like on the, like out of nowhere. Yeah. That I, I could see how that's scary. It's, 
one 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 would compare it to a cliff jump. Yeah, as we spoke about last week. As we spoke about last week, even a skydive. Maybe not a skydive. No, but it is scary. I've I've always thought about tattoos yeah. or like just the idea. Of like it, the idea to me is a super cool idea of getting maybe one or two tattoos that are meaningful to you. But always the idea of the pain has always been like no. Yeah, but no. here's the thing, bro. It's really it's not it's not it's not painful. It's really actually like. But it is though at the same time like it it's, is. It's a pain that's so tolerable and it. But also right, it depends on where you get it. So like if you're getting it on like your ribs, that's not gonna be fun. But like, maybe you want to test yourself and see how much of a hard ass you are. You know, I, know. I think some like some people do super cool things in like places that I'm like, bro, that would have hurt so much. Like one girl, my favorite tattoo, I think of all time that I've ever seen is this one girl who has like one line from like the corner of her, like right eye all the way down her like neck, all the way down, like her shoulder into her like sidearm, down her ribs, down her like leg and hip. And then down her, like to her toes. It's just one like beautiful, like graceful line that like silhouettes her body so cool i was like that is a really cool idea yeah the idea seems cool it 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 looks cool here let me show you a photo i'm gonna show you a photo does it look like a snake kind of it looks it looks more like it now this sounds funny but it looks more like a movement than like an object yeah so Um, i don't know i think i think the idea for me is just it's a cool idea i would love a super clean, simple tattoo on anybody. Like, I think that's a cool idea. And specifically, like, if I were to think about my own, I can see one that would be cool, just like a cool idea of, like, I don't know, some kind of cool symbol. Or I was, or I know we were both even thinking yeah. of, like, the little 2-4 for Kobe. But Bro, um, I really want to get that. I know, but it's just, like, there's a part of me that's still just kind of like, mm, I don't know about the pain. Don't be worried about the pain. It's about the message, bro. Yeah, no, the mess- I think the message for some of them is cool. All right, I can't find the image right now because my typing is inhibited because I want to continue the conversation. And we don't have a Jamie like on Joe Rogan. So. Yeah, I know. Um, um, but yeah, I, um, someone who's going to come on our podcast next week, hopefully, or in the next few days, is getting a, po- is getting a tattoo soon. Um, we'll be on the lookout for that. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Um, That'll be shout a cool out, conversation. Shout out to tattoos. Um, what's, what's next on the docket? Well, we were just looking, we can talk about this. We were just looking over memories from last year and it's just crazy. And I think about it now, just stepping back when we've had so many conversations, you and I, Oh yeah. especially just about like the dichotomy of, there's so many different things at play for our experience of like college. Yeah. Because like, I'm not going to college, even though like the idea of it sounds so fun. It's just like not going to be a part of my life. Cause that's not where I'm going. Um, but like. I wanted to go to college in like the beginning of when we went to junior college and I was like, Oh my God, so fun. We went to Berkeley, went to Wisconsin. Mm. That was so cool. Yeah. We had these like incredible experiences and now you're at USC, but it's online and like everything's shut down. And then there's people who are at college, but like partying, but not really. Mm. And it's just such a weird time because what we really want is just to, and we can segue into somewhere else with this, but we really just kind of want, I feel like we've been starting kind of at, um, like just a different place than yeah. a lot of our friends have. Yeah. They just started like at school, you know, they started partying, they started being with people, like meeting cool people. And we were like, 
we met some cool people at school, but like we want to keep growing our networks. We want to keep, we want to start our journey like for real, for real. Yeah. And that's why it's weird that like we can look back at, we were talking about the memories like a year ago today, we were starting school at, um, at SMC and it was like just so different. Cause I remember at that time we were both looking forward to this time. Yeah. A year which later, is just, we were always, exactly. Yeah. We were both like, damn, it'll be so cool when this happens. It'll be so cool when we're here, when we're there. And we're kind of there in a way, but it's like we're almost there, you know? Like, we can taste it. But I think that also makes us, like, more prepared for it. Yeah. Um, I just think I just think that we've waited so long for, like, something really, like, positive to happen. And so, like, we're, we're humbled by our experience. And so we know that we just have to keep working and that things will. Like, this last year, if anything, has has been an example of like, it's a microcosm of life. Like shit goes wrong. Yeah. Let's accept it and like adapt, you know? Yeah. And I think also it's, we've kind of built ourselves up to the point that we can, we can wait and be patient with things more so than before. Yeah, bro. Because Because we had the experience of having to be patient and having to kind of take a back seat in a way. I agree. It's the same thing with careers. You're going to have to take a back seat. You're going to have to like, if you want to be opportunity. yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because, and that's like, we were talking about this before too. Like people want things so quickly and that's not how success works. It's, it's a long-term investment in your time, in your energy, in your focus, yeah. in your emotions. It's very rare for you to get a, a, a quick and easy route to yeah. success. But very that's rare. okay. Yeah. Because you grow good, solid roots into the ground. It's part of the then, process. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're definitely happy with where we're at, but we're excited for where we're going. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good I, way to put it. Yeah, and I think, but I think it's fair to say that it's definitely been a little bit uncomfortable and yeah. a bit monotonous along the road, which is mandatory. Yeah. If you want to just experience things with more meaning, it just it's the way it is, and this is the way that the world has unfolded lately, and we just have to keep moving forward. And that's it. We can't change anything about it. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, there is like, there is still that little bit of like just excitement and hope though, when, uh, we, we like get the chance to do these kind of things or experience these things that I think keeps us going too at the same time. It's so true because like every day I wake up or like every day I come, I find myself in the car, like listening to music and I'm just like, okay, like, yeah, like maybe today or like, yeah. Like I always kind of wake up or it's a day closer. It's a day closer to normality. It's a day closer to being able to do this. Like it's always like that. Yeah. I think it's healthy to do that. And then also at the same, at the same time, it could be detrimental sometimes, but I think, um, we've been able to balance that. So it's not, I don't think it's, uh, it takes a toll as it can possibly, but yeah. And that's why you have good friends. That's why you make good friends because you know, then you can just kind of, you can, you can sit in the, in the muck with them. Yeah. You know, it's like that, that like Navy SEAL, um, like on one of the last days before you graduate to become a Navy SEAL, you go through all this training, you, you pass like hell day or like one of the, oh, the last event of hell day that like goes from like 3 a.m. Oh, to like in the six. dark in the ocean? No. Um, and I believe, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, um, but you go in this like muddy pit uh-huh. and it's like frozen, like 
like right above freezing like mud uh-huh. just and it's just horrible and you have to do this ropes course and the whole like team has to do it perfectly and if one person falls in you all have, have to start, start over and mm-hmm. stuff and it's like it's like impossible and so um they end up because because I listened to the David Goggins audible yeah. which is like if anyone hasn't heard it it's a, it's a fantastic audible we're not sponsored by audible but if you're Soon. interested if you're interested <laughs> in filling your time with something that's yeah. inspirational, um, which David Goggins would knock me for because Definitely. inspiration means yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's all about drive. Um, this is, this is the, the book. It was so cool to just hear and about how he made these friends and how together this group mentality can help you stick through really tough situations. Mm. It's, it's, it's cool. Like when you think about group dynamic and even just like with friends, like things that you can do together when you work together. Yeah. I just like, I've had a couple great experiences where just like things click on like a team Mm. and you're just like, there's no way this is happening. Yeah. Like even when I was in fifth grade or sixth grade and we won like the national championship for soccer for Mm. AOSO and we went up to like Sacramento and we like won on penalties. Our goalkeeper saved it. And it was like this feeling of pure ecstasy and like it was just such a fantastic moment such a fantastic moment and it was something that only a team could have brought because everyone brought their own elements yeah because i think there's a uh, vast difference between the individual feeling and the group feeling yeah because it's like it's different when you like obviously i think the individual is the first step because you put in your work and you put in what you can do and then when you also get the feeling on top of the individual feeling of the group dynamic working out And I think that's when it gets like, it's like double, double the experience. It makes it more real because you can, you can share it with someone. Yeah. Well, you were, I, when you were talking about the hell day, I was, I was, I was talking about another one that I've heard. I think I watched a video on it. I don't remember where, but it's like, they also do, uh, the Navy SEALs. I think they do some kind of, um, a similar night training thing where it's like a, they like have to swim through a, a pretty large distance in, I think the ocean. And it's yeah, like it's freezing cold water. water. Yeah, freezing cold water. Sharks in the water as well. Yeah. And they have to do it in pitch black. Like no, yeah. n- no nothing, no lights anywhere. And they like, and they have to get through it all as a team. It's a similar thing. And, yeah. it, and that's when on top of having to be a solid team, there's also fear involved there too. And, yeah. and, and fear with sharks, fear of yeah. going to this icy ass water. It's like, I think that's, it's a, prime example that's when you just you just rely on your people yeah because it's all it's also like you know you know when like have you ever played that game i think i've done it with you before when like you you just lean on each other's shoulders like full yeah yeah. Weight. yeah yeah it's like that and bro. you balance it's out like, like in the middle yeah. yeah because that's that's what you do when you trust someone that's the physical manifestation of trust yeah literally <laughs> but like if you trust someone emotionally and it's right back at you like both sides are rewarded. Both sides are rewarded, yeah. but you have each other. You're locked yeah, yeah. in. You're together. Yeah. You're good. It's it's two times more powerful. You know, it's like that. It's like that last scene in uh, in um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy mm. when uh, they they oh. touch down yeah, in the yeah. first movie. Yeah, and um, what's and they his all name? grab onto each other. What's his name? Peter the Quill. Bad guy. Oh. Uh, oh, Ronan. Ronan. Yeah, Ronin. yeah. Ronan. Yeah. When Ronan's like. How is this possible? And he like he's like you know like singing uh, Quill scene like oh child yeah yeah I love that scene yeah that's um, a top scene and he's like we're the guardians of the galaxy bitch yeah 
Love that. Love that. That's a great movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Marvel movies are... It's just deep. a different breed, bro. I yeah. don't care how nerdy people yeah. think we are. It's, it's one of our guilty pleasures. Not even guilty, just one of our pleasures. Just like yeah. something that we... Well, for me, movies, the reason why I like those movies so much, and like, maybe this is narcissistic, but like, I always see myself in every movie that I see. Yeah. No, but it's not, not because like I want to see it. It's no. because like I actually want to take a lesson from it. And so I place my, um, like my being in like their position. And mm. I'm like, what did they learn? Yeah. Always. It's always been like a natural thing for me. And I've always been so emotionally connected to, um, to movies that way. So that's why I love the Avengers. Cause I feel like a hero afterwards. Mm. Don't, do you not feel kind of like, like, like a bouse? Yeah, it's like those are like um, inspirational movies, and like just yeah. like you look at it and you're like, you're uh, you put yourself in their shoes, especially in um, in those kind of movies where it's kind of uh, a superhero experience because it's different from just like everyday movies because superheroes are in a way unrealistic in our life. They're hyperboles of yeah of us. Yeah, in a way, it's it's our it's in a lot of ways it's our ideal selves. Like we think of like, yeah. Oh, it would be so cool to have this kind of superpower. It'd be cool to have super strength to be With able the to be invisible. Exactly. So I think when we like watch those movies, it just like it, it, you, you, your inner child comes out and it's like, you just get the most, uh, most pure and raw excitement. I agree. I agree. I, what's what's I, one, give me some of your favorite movies from the Marvel movies. Recently. Some might, Okay, well, always, and I don't really care what anyone thinks, Thor Ragnarok for me is the, Oof, is the, yeah. the best movie of the whole franchise. You think the best? Yeah, like, honestly, like, and I, I I will say this to the end of the world, like, it's better than the Infinity Wars. And I know that's, like, may come as a shock to you. Really? But, like, there's something about that movie that I just connected with so heavy. And the other Thor movies, I didn't, I didn't like, no, sorry, the, Natalie Portman, no, the other but I didn't like when no. Natalie Portman was in them, and I didn't. I didn't like his like origin story. They were bland. Honestly, the first movies were bland. They were his first two, but and it, then, but like something yeah. about like it was so realistic his character because he was like confronting such like inner challenges and yeah. demons and expectations and like things about his life that he didn't feel like he was fulfilling, and I was like, that's really cool actually, that he's able to kind of go through this process. I really saw that. I saw the hero's journey yeah. for the first time, like throughout the whole movie. And I think, I, yeah, that movie changed Thor. I think it, yeah. I think it, I think that's a top movie, a top yeah. Marvel movie. Because honestly. it's also funny too. It yeah. changed the dynamic. No, of it, Marvel it added that. That was one of the biggest things. Cause a lot of Marvel movies, a lot of, and specifically Thor movies before that were known for just being like Shakespearean bland, yeah. uh, a, a character you can't really relate with. Yeah. So they made it in this film, Taika Waititi made it more relatable and more down to earth. Yeah. Funny. While also at the same time dealing with struggles that you can relate with, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought, I mean, my favorite scene of all the the whole the whole franchise is when he goes like, yeah, you know, going to the Led Zeppelin song, and he just breaks away from his sister and like just summons like just the like the fucking lightning. And because no, in that movie also that like one of my favorite quotes from that movie is he like when he's like. When he's getting his eye slashed out yeah. by uh, um, like Hela, slips into and he slips into that vision with uh, Odin, favorite. and Odin's like, "What are you, Thor, god of hammers?" Yeah, like no, no, there's you're... there's more to you than that. You can't just rely and live yeah. or die by this thing that you idealize in your life. Yeah, I love that quote. Okay, so what about you, bro? 
what's your what's um, your what's you only get to pick one i'm sorry yeah i know that's tough well before i say that i think i think one of the one thing that yeah. kind of uh, relates to that is the, how from that thor ragnarok how he's presented in avengers infinity war oh. that is that is one of the most badass scenes i've ever seen in infinity war when he touch when he uh when he touches down in uh wakanda yeah and takes on thanos's army and he just he freaking that was lands. A, that was a beast oh. mode scene that was that was what made me and i think a lot of other fans just like the hype in but the it movie. was also just so like such a letdown on the second movie when he was fat i know that i that know pissed part of me yeah. off that pissed i didn't like that because i held him at such a high standard yeah and i was like a lot of people mm. liked it because of like it it dealt with the like his mental health problems and how that can affect you like realistically yeah but at the same time like you know like you kind of it was kind of let down when you think about what you saw from Thor Ragnarok and when you saw from Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. You didn't I expect you to shave yeah. the weight off. What? He doesn't even shave the weight off by No, the I know. That's what I was hoping for too. I thought at the final in the final <laughs> battle he would pick it up. But <laughs> Okay, so what's your favorite movie? Oh, it's tough. Um Probably Avengers Infinity War just because of it was yeah. like it was the perfect movie in a lot of different ways because first of all yeah. you get a lot of the good classic um action scenes that you get in marvel movies yeah. and and uh good character development too for yeah. a movie that has to deal with so many characters not necessarily on the level of like avengers endgame but on in avengers Infinity War, having to deal with that many different characters and that many different stories in one movie yeah was difficult, but they pulled it off really well. I think even better, more so than Avengers Endgame. I agree. That was the first thing. And then on top of it, they finally created one of the greatest villains of all time. Marvel has always had this problem with not creating villains that um, Are can actually, enough? not even that, can actually latch on to us that we yeah. can relate to in a way. Yeah. Because what they did with Thanos, which is really interesting, is not only did they create him to be a villain, but, a they, but, they, but they created him to be someone that we can understand why he did what he did. A lot of times in these, in these movies, we leave it satisfied. He that just the, wants to chill. No, not even that. He wants to, he wants to, in his twisted and dark mind, he wants to save humanity or, or save the world in yeah. a way, save the galaxy. Yeah. But so what they do is they, 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 they present that in this way and we're able to understand why he did it and in, in a lot of ways sympathize with what he does. Except for killing Gamora. No, but in, but still in that moment, you understand why yeah. he did it. And you it's understand true. it's like, because he go and also from the beginning, I don't know if you remember, but in the first scene when he kills half of Asgard, of Asgard and, yeah. and then he kills Loki, when he entered that scene, he had full armor on. And then once he finally uh, got the first Infinity Stone from Loki, um, that was when, if you remember, he took off all of his armor. He finally shed it and he was just thanos in regular clothing and all he had was the gauntlet and his uh in his uh and and the first infinity stone because in that in that moment he became it, it went from okay i have to i have to Protect kill myself. any kill anybody in my path to get these infinity stones it became it went from that to now it's becoming a a hero's journey in a way for me I, and it's and it should be a a, a holy journey mm. in which i don't kill anybody and then i leave it fully up to chance for when i get the full gauntlet and mm. all the stones so that's a little rant, but I don't know. I find that very I interesting. I love the rants. Because there's like, it's, it's, because a lot of people just take it as like uh, Marvel or superhero movies or DC movies are just like, yeah, they're just, it's just a movie. It's just whatever. It's just comic books. But I think there's, yeah. in some movies, I, I can, I can see that for some of the movies that are yeah. like that. But I think some movies are outliers where they're kind of, 
they kind of bring out a different side of these movies. And I think Avengers Infinity War does that. I agree. I think superhero movies are really good examples of the high highs and the low lows of yeah. humanity. I I really liked the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse uh, animation one yeah. with Miles Morales. Yeah. I really loved that movie. I thought that movie was also, like, to be honest, that. maybe tied with an Iron Man for top two. Oh, we saw that together, too. Yeah. I forgot. I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was so relatable. I thought the animation was fantastic. Yeah. I thought... Um, I think the the arc of the story, the yeah, hero's the arc, arc was, was great. really good. Yeah. I just thought it was just so sweet, and it was just such a wholesome... It was a wholesome movie. A lot of those animation movies are just like... Uh, but, like, even a person that was, like, 18... Or 25 could be like, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. It's cool when animation is like legit. Yeah. And um, not just a, a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. There's this, what what's his name? Watanabe. He's the one of like the leading, like um, he does all the Gone with the Wind um, mm. Oh, yeah. Movies. I don't know his name, but yeah. Yeah. Um, that stuff too, I really like. Mm. Um, what's the one with the girl who's like the whole world turns into like water? Water, yeah. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. We watched it in um, in 11th grade. Yeah. No, in 10th grade. We watched it in Dr. Crow's class. It's not Neo. Oh. That's one other one. I think that is another one. Uh, uh, Ponyo. 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 Yes. Such a cute movie. Yeah. I love that. I, like, I think because I'm an artist as well, like I think just the, the detail and the like, just, yeah. it's just, it's just, like I said, like so wholesome. It's such like a, it just reminds you of home almost. It's just such oh, yeah. a, a relatable story. You know what movie I also really liked? Um, well, we both love Lion King. Mm. That story is just, yeah. just timeless. Yeah. Um, what movie was I going to say? I can't remember now. But I watched Fight Club. I oh, you did? I know. Fight Club, yeah. Which is not what I thought it was going to be. And I won't ruin it for you. No, yeah. Because that would be screwed up. Yeah. But it's just... It is its name. But it's such a different, it's so, it's all about like consciousness. Mm-hmm. And like, I did not see that coming. But it's a really cool, a really cool movie that like puts you in a different place. And those are really cool movies because when art challenges, like when external things like challenge your notion of like what is mm-hmm. and what can be, I just think it's phenomenal. Like yeah. there, was, there were times in, Dr. Code, where we were just like, that's our art history teacher when we were in 10th grade. Yeah. We were just like, that is so cool. That is awesome. It changes your perspective. It changes your, yeah. what you know prior to what you, seeing that, this yeah. uh, form of art. Yeah. Yeah. What's her name is in, um, oh my God. In the movie that I just saw, which is Fight Club. Yeah. What's her name from, uh, not Beetlejuice. Okay, do you know... Oh my God, this is so hard to describe. Mm-hmm. I think her name's Helena Carter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, just, she's always playing, like, honestly, just a freaky character. Mm, yeah. She has this look that's, like, pretty, but, like, just, like, um, kind of um, witchy. She, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Alice I think in Wonderland. she does, like, she's one of those in, kind of roles where yeah. it's, like, a... Yeah, no, I mean, she's a fantastic actor. Yeah. Honestly, she really is. She's a fantastic actor. But whenever I watch her, I'm always like a little scared. Um, She's a little eerie. Yeah, she is. I think that's a a good way to describe it, eerie. I really like Tron. 
Do you remember seeing Tron Legacy? No, I never watched oh, it. No. We've spoken about this before. I don't really like those kind of movies. Wow, that was a great movie. Daft Punk did the soundtrack to that. Yeah. And it is such a cool soundtrack. And it's such a great movie. Father-son story. Yeah. So if you like Lion King, it's like Lion King, but on a computer. Mm. And there's no lions. Mm. And there's a lot of like electric uh, motorcycles. Yeah, that's why I've heard of that. I've heard similar things about it being similar to The Lion King. Really? Yeah. That's actually kind of funny because I just made that up, but it actually, now that I think of it, that analogy like couldn't be better. Mm. Well, there you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's the, what's the next topic? We talked about movies. We caught up a little bit. Um, you wanted to talk about a little bit of art history though. Okay. Yeah. What about what art history? What were you history? thinking about? Um, the Pieta. <laughs> oh, really? I've seen that in person multiple times. <laughs> I mean... Are you actually thinking about that? No, I mean, I, okay. I always just think of that as like art history. Art history but, there you go. That's a, good, um, that's a good thing to associate No, what do with. I really think about? I just think about the times that I got embarrassed in that class. Mm. But how I grew in that class to what I believe to be a, a, a top student. Um, because I believed in myself and I just worked hard. Yeah. It was um, an intimidating class. Because we were on, on top of it being with a, a notoriously difficult um, teacher. We were... Uh, we you were could say professor. I know I was going to say professor. It's weird though, but yeah, doctor. professor. Yeah, a doctor. Um, but on top of that, we were 10th graders in a, in a largely 11th grade class too. So we were, because yeah. we got, it was a special year where we could take it a year earlier. So it was weird though. It was, I remember that dynamic was like, we were kind of intimidated, but then we kind of had to uh, get into the flow quicker. So but that class, some of the things we had to look, we had to study in that class was, fantastic it was and on the other hand some of it was just completely over my head it was like so once we got to postmodern like yeah art, oh my god and there was just some shit that was like also it's towards the end of the year so you just like check out like yeah you're like you're kind of done yeah it was just like no that one's not working for me like that's just not for me yeah mm, i don't yeah. know but also i think for for me at least you will soon but I've been able to see a lot of these things in person. A lot of these uh, works of art, statues, sculptures, buildings, and it's like it's it's so, it's such a different experience being able to learn about it and then being able to see it afterwards. So it's it's it, I think it's that's better than having already seen it and then learning about it. I think when you learn about something first and then you go out there and see and seek it and look for it and then you finally get to uh, see it, it's it's a totally different experience. Yeah. I did. that year I was so passionate about it. I was yeah. telling my mom everything I see, like really, and it really like because before I remember saying to my mom, "Yeah, mom, I don't, I don't like going to art museums. I just, I yeah. don't, I don't understand them." And that really is the truth. That's yeah. why people don't go like going because because when you have the the vocabulary of an art history major, you start looking at paintings as experiences in a, in a and moments, yeah. and so you're able to analyze them and like look at technique, and you're able to look at these things and realize like, wow. That was not easy what he did or mm, she did. Yeah. That, that is truly a masterpiece. That is truly genius. Yeah, and I think from that class and learning those kind of things, we were also able to do that with paintings or, or works of art that like are even lesser known too. Because it's, it's easy to do it with like the most famous Van works Gilles, of art every, of, of Jackson all time. Pollock's. But because like, for me, like when I was younger, I was like, okay, I'm fine. Like I like if I go to a museum that has a big thing in it, I want to see that. And then everything else is kind of like, you know, like you know, I don't really care. But I think after that class and learning more about art and like the different um, styles of art, different methods, 
you actually start to like stop and see everything for as its own little work of art. Depend, it doesn't matter if it's better or worse. You you see things differently. Yeah, that was that was that, that was for me just the best class I've ever taken. What was what was some of your favorite uh, works of art that we learned about in that class? Um, that you can remember really, that stand out. Obviously, so I really Pieta enjoyed already. the architecture. Yeah, Frank Lloyd Wright stuff was pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. When we did some of those buildings, just just kind of talking to Dr. Code yeah. about all of, just because I wanted to be an architecture major. And so like when it came to buildings and it came to like, like we'd get these like packets. What, what were they? What would, what do we have to do? We had to do the, the templates templates. Yeah. Week. I think it was weekly or biweekly templates yeah. or something like that or monthly. Tem- and so any, for everyone who doesn't know the template was like a, um, you fill out all the information yeah, of the just, work, where it's from, different uh, backgrounds on it. And you, the didn't meaning. you have to kind of write your opinion on the meaning too? Yeah, like those, the, what the what was behind it, what the artist went through, those kind yeah. of things. And so it was like a, it was like a biweekly project, and you yeah. get grade on it, and it was a big deal. Yeah, and you split into groups, and you did seven or eight of them. Yeah, it would take you. It would take. It would take you two weeks because it was a lot of work. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't easy to bust you would, out. You would have to sit down and do that. There, there were a couple. There were, I'm not going to lie. There were a couple where you're just like, yeah, this is just like, this is like a classic. And yeah. you could just, all the information was on the art history, like yeah. thing, smart history or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could just bust it out. Yeah. But there were, I remember there being pieces and I'd stay up all night calling people. And I was like, I have zero clue what this is. Yeah. Can you please explain to me what's happening? Yeah. But, but... Art is so cool that way because it can be so foreign but so close to home. Mm. Um, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that class. I thoroughly enjoyed that class. I thought the way Doctor Code taught was impeccable. Yeah, and, and that was the closest class we had. That was the closest to a, a university class. Yeah, by style, far. Um, degree of difficulty, standard of excellence like that was that was the closest to university the teaching the teaching was on point everything was on point the room was Mm. i have honestly man there's a couple rooms that i really enjoyed Mm. like did you enjoy any rooms in high school like you were like i feel at home here this is good probably that one and mr smolin's room yeah, kind of a similar I started vibe. to feel like a little bit like distance from there. I really like Miss Pollock's room. I was gonna say Miss Pollock's room. I really too. loved her room, and yeah. I really ended up liking Mr. Mr. Bennett's room. room. Mm. It's more about the teacher. Yeah, but like, yeah, I really like those rooms. I like the weight room. I felt very at home there. <laughs> <laughs> the gym. Um. Yeah, man. Just those weights were just they yeah. made it. Those rusty freaking weights. Yeah. Um. But Doctor Code's room. There was something about walking into a room. On a test day, the room's pitch black and the projectors are lit up and there's this art and you got your tests on the table and your heart's beating a million miles an hour. And everybody's feeling the same way too. So it's not like you're... And it's just, it's such a specific moment that you won't get anywhere else. And that to me is so valuable. I think about that class and I think about like also, do you remember like going in like the next year to be like, see who the the teacher was? Yeah. Oh, what's her name? Miss Lathan. Miss Lathan. And it was just like, no, I'm sorry. It was different. It just wasn't magical to me. Yeah. And that's fine because shit happens. But that year to me in that class, every second, although I did fall asleep sometimes, but it wasn't, it wasn't for like a lack of interest. Maybe it was on some pieces of art, but like 
it was just so mentally exhausting that sometimes it was just like, sorry. No, for some people are wondering, like art history is a great subject and there are some things that can like excite you about it, but there are definitely times where you're just like, you check out because it's like, there are some things that you're not interested in. There are some things that don't really excite you that much. Um, but I think the times that do excite you, those, even if they're few times for you, those are worth it. They're They're magical. Yeah. I never felt so, it's so weird. Because I really never felt so, and now I'm like, I can feel this like excitement in my, and literally in my like face. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a little kid, but I can like, see it. yeah, like I never felt so lit up in a class. Mm-hmm. So excited. Yeah. Like there are moments when you're just like, whoa, that is so cool that he's teaching that, that he's talking about it that way. Yeah. And not to mention just Dr. Code as a person is such an interesting person. Yeah. Like just so like intriguing, just like, bro, that is a cool guy. Like shows up every day with a nice suit and a new tie. Yeah, like just like well trimmed guy, got cool glasses. Had a, had a personality to him. White hair. Yeah, very kind. Interested in helping you reach your best. Yeah, and so you look up to him and you're like, wow, I, I kind of have a role model as a teacher. Yeah, which is cool. It's always really nice to have someone that you uh, you look you look um, as an inspiration to, um, as someone who teaches you. Yeah. It's hard when you're learning with someone yeah. who just wants to put you down or wants to uh, win over you, you know, mm. be better than you in some way, yeah. crush you with the content, you know? Mm. We had a couple of teachers like that, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think Mr. Benedum did a great job of, that was our other, my other favorite history teacher. And I wasn't a standout in that class at all by any means. I had like a B but like, like a low beat, but, but like, the way he taught was like, he was, was just, it was yeah. just good. Yeah. It was, it was very, again, very professional. It's like, these are the standards and you got to meet them, but we're going to have a good time getting there. We're going to, we're going to work hard to, to understand these concepts and we're going to have important conversations about this stuff. Yeah. That no, exactly. That, that same excitement that you said you were feeling right now too, is like, what I was saying before, there's also a different excitement of being, uh, of learning about these things and also being able to see it in, in a real life context. Yeah. I think it's, it's just different because when you can, when you can learn about all these, uh, whatever, historical facts, historical locations, works of art, and then you finally get to experience them in a, in a real life setting, whether you're seeing it or whether you're yeah. hearing about it again in a museum yeah. or something like that. Your, your excitement is intrigued a little bit more because you know it a little bit, but then you're, so you're attached to it a little bit more. It's you different. You want to show off your knowledge. A little bit, yeah. So like when you see, if you go to, um, like for me, for instance, one of my favorite things of all time in art history was the Pantheon in, in Rome. That, that building is one of the most fantastic buildings I've ever seen in my life. So first of all, I, I, I didn't really know of it. Like maybe I've seen it in pictures before, before the class. Um, and then in the class, I was assigned the presentation for it. So I had to present on the building and it became like my child. It's so true. Those presentations, like yeah. you were the presentation. Yes, it, that that so that building, the Pantheon, became my child. Like I put so much heart and effort into that presentation, and like just knowing everything I can about it. So and then, following year, the following summer, when I went to Italy with my family, and we were able to go visit the Pantheon and see it in real life, it was like it was. I brought my notes that I had before, just to like That's see what I things. To do. In real life. I was jealous when you did that. It's like it's 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 a different experience because then now now I didn't go to that building which maybe a couple maybe some of my siblings did in the moment but now I didn't go to that building as just like oh okay we're seeing another historical landscape we're seeing another work of art I can't, I went there with a, more of an excitement to see there and a, more of a 
a passion for it. Yeah. I remember when we went to the, um, we went to a couple museums. Yeah. As field was, trips. And that was like a miniature scale. Yeah, exactly. You would see them, you would see a couple of things that we were, that you learned in class and it, it, you kind of are a little bit more attached to it. And then you'd, you, I remember like Dr. Code would give us like that assignment. He was like this like hundred point, like, like two hour assignment where you walk around, do all the stuff. Yeah. And you're kind of like, to like I want to finish this assignment so yeah. I can just like look at the work. Yeah. Like, I just want to like look at it. That's when you found that you like something. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I think that was, I think it, this, our conversation right now kind of shows the, even though there are a lot of, uh, maybe downsides or negatives to the education system here in America, I think this shows like there are some definite positives that yeah. can impact stu- the lives of young students. Yeah. That class forever changed. Yeah. Forever. Changed. And you'll forever remember it too. It's not even like, it's not really, there are some classes where of course you take them and you forget yeah. about it the next yeah. day. But I think it shows that there's some things and some teachers that stand out to students. And I think that's why it's still important to hold education at a high standard here. No, you have to hold it at a high standard for sure. Yeah. The problem also we didn't talk about is the tenured teachers that are not good. Mm. That makes school like just not fun. Mm. We had a couple of those where it was just like, this is a joke. Yeah. This is an absolute joke on America. Yeah. Like that you let these people continue to teach because unfortunately... They're stuck in 1985 mm-hmm. and the content changed. There was a lot of presidents and the a people lot of things changed. that happened yeah. since then. The students changed. The other faculty members <laughs> like changed. It's just, like it's, yeah. that, that part was a hilarity to me. Yeah. I think in high school, we were able to get both sides of like the But that's part of it. The, yeah, no. You know but, what I'm but saying? I, but I think we got really good parts and then also really bad parts. I think a lot, yeah. of, a lot of schools maybe just get a couple of good things, a couple yeah. of bad things. But yeah. I think we had a couple of really good things and a couple of really bad things that we yeah. had, which both contribute to... From a schooling perspective. Yeah. We lacked some social um, 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 experiences. Yeah. But I think that our schooling was yeah. definitely like what high school should be. I yeah. thought it was like... I agree. Solid. I, I, agree. I, I really don't have any complaints other than those tenured teachers and a couple classes. No, I mean, neither. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I think we have, we, we know some people and have some friends who were maybe like, ah, I didn't really enjoy my time in high school, but for me, I've always been of the mindset like, no, yeah. I, I kind of liked it. I, yeah. I enjoyed everything. Just honestly. like showing up every day and just, yeah. just seeing people that you're I think with. honestly, it comes back to this. I enjoyed the process, the whole process, yeah. the schedule, yeah. the routine. I enjoyed all of it. Yeah. And so for those of you who are like younger, like still in high school, like, People are going to tell you this all the time. You know, it goes quick and it does go quick. But like, um, it's not like um, it's going to go quick. Watch out. Like, just like when you can and even when you're in a funny moment, step back and just like kind of just laugh at the situation because it's just something that you won't get again. It's like a microcosm and a more dramatic version of college. But it's just so like it's a little more personal. It's a little more. It's actually both are personal college and high school are personal, but yeah. it's just, um, it's just a, it's just a good time in your life. You don't have responsibilities really yet. Some people do a lot of people do, um, when they're young, no, but, but it's true. It's but still, it's that, just it's a, still it's the a, taste of, uh, of childhood and then the taste of adulthood yeah. too. It's yeah. I think it's between. the, the yeah. nice, the nice mix of that. Yeah. And it's funny that we talk about high school because it's been two years almost. Yeah. Um, it's a good time to reflect. I think it takes time to reflect, but, I think every moment in our lives are important. 
And so if you ignore one versus the other, then you're missing out on things that yeah. need to be touched on. Because those were formative years for us, for sure. For sure, for sure. We understood who we, you know, wanted you know, wanted to make friends with and who we didn't and who we wanted to be in life, what we wanted who to we do. Wanted to be. Yeah. Some people don't know that and that's okay. But yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, I think it's, uh, like I said, I think it's, it's been, it's a good time to reflect on that kind of stuff. And I think, uh, yeah. we had some good, uh, experiences and good, uh, good moments there that I think is cool to share with everybody. Um, I think that's like a perfect place to end to yeah. be honest, but I, I just want to say before, we have almost another four years of, of new experiences coming mm-hmm. our way, you know, and that'll be super fun. Yeah. And it's like life just keeps giving you these experiences. So right now what I'm trying to focus on, let's just, we can each say one thing before we go. Mm-hmm. Something that we're trying to focus on, just kind of like work on. Um, why don't you go first? Um, Something that you're observing. S- simply Something? for me right now with getting back into school and realizing that I'm a school at a, a much higher level than I've ever been at before mm-hmm. um, is staying on top of myself in a multitude of facets of yeah. school. So um, number one, making sure I'm on top of my scheduling, making yeah. sure I'm okay with all that. And then number two, making sure that I'm on top and putting my number one effort into every assignment because yeah. it's very easy to just like have some Fuck throwaway assignments. Yeah. Have some, yeah. have ones that you don't care about, focus more on others and procrastinate. So I, just for me, just stay on top of myself and try to find the, yeah. trying to continue the hunger that I felt yeah. before. Just keep going, keep going. I think that's great. What about you? Um, mine is more of a, maybe viewed as trivial thing. I don't think it's trivial actually. Um, it's just like a, uh, well, there's the soccer thing. I'm really working on just getting a lot faster with my movements, making sure that I'm more aware that I'm like I've kind of quoted in my journaling. I'm checking my mirrors um, and, and making sure that when I get the ball, I know what to do with it before I get it. Um, and just kind of really trying to like make my game special, make my game stand out and refine my physicality and refine all these components that go into making a, a really robust profile as a player. Um, that can um, continue to make um, improvement upwards um, and go to the places that I want to go. So that's definitely on my mind. I'm watching a lot of soccer, doing a lot of analysis. But what's also really on my mind right now is um, trying to really get out of my own head and step away. It's the mindfulness as usual, but really like observe the voice inside and like listen and like see like, okay, that's what that's saying. Okay, I'm not my thoughts. Like, yeah. okay, that's just a thought. I'm going to walk away from that. I'm going to see it for what it is. And then I'm going to move forward with the knowledge of knowing what that experience was. Yeah, That's kind of what I'm working on right now. Um, and I'm excited to just, I'm really excited just for everything. Like we, we've been working hard recently, you know, mm-hmm. and we've been really going through tough times as a society. And I think yeah. that I'm really excited to just improve. I'm excited to improve and be more kind and more successful. Yeah. Well, um, great stuff, man. I think yeah. this, is a, this was a great good, conversation. Yeah. I think a good place to end now. Yeah. Um, as, as always, we want to thank everyone for listening. And we hope you join us on the next episode of Make the Jump. Make the Jump.